Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Ever since Bill Meade had declared his intention to fight for custody of the baby boy he believed to be his own, had refused to accept a quiet divorce, Kit Meade had been secretly worried, fearful. Then she'd had a showdown with Paul Cromwell, who learned during his trip to Wakefield that Kit had broken her promise to him, learned that she had planned to contest Bill's suit for divorce. When Paul had confronted her, had threatened to make trouble, Kit had realized that the truth, the fact that the baby was actually Lisa Fenner's child, might come out. And this afternoon, when she returned home, Kit had been told by Jesse Calvert that she had a visitor, a visitor named Lisa Fenner. Kit knew that the deception was over unless she could somehow quiet Lisa, persuade her to leave. It was only a faint hope, Kit thought, but it was worth trying. I'm not thinking of myself, Lisa. Surely you must recognize that. It's the child. Our feelings... Yours and mine are unimportant. Our only consideration should be the welfare of that baby. We both love him. You, because you gave birth to him, and I... I, because he's been in my care ever since he was born. I've watched him grow worried about him. Yes, kid, I I know. Because, Lisa, all the love I had ready for my own baby, the baby I lost because of you, I naturally transferred to this one. You can understand that, can't you? You keep saying that. You keep reminding me. I do because it's important. If I'd had my own child... Well, that's all over and done with now. It's your child we're thinking of. My child, yes. He is my child. But his future is the important thing. He has a good home here. He's healthy, protected. He'll grow up in security, have the best of everything. You know yourself that you can't offer him the same advantages. Isn't that right, Lisa? Isn't that true? Oh, yes, kid, I suppose it is. I can't give him material things. But I love him, kid. Of course you do. Then don't you see there's no choice for you if you do really love your baby? Don't you see that there's no going back now since you gave him up for your own accord? Oh, but I was wrong. I see that now. Now it's too late, Lisa. You have to think of your child first and yourself later. I do think of him first. But he's all I have. The only reason I have for going on. And yet, Lisa, you must give him up. It's the only thing you can do for your son's welfare. Oh, no. It's too much to ask. But you must, Lisa. It's a sacrifice you must make. A sacrifice. Oh, but I can't. The baby's all I have. I don't know. I'm so tired, I can't think clearly. Do I have to make this sacrifice? Because I gave him up in the first place. I'm afraid so, Lisa. It's too bad, but... But you see, there's no going back. But there must be some way. My own son. No, Lisa. 
There's only one way. You know that in your heart, don't you? <laughs> don't you? All right, kid. If I have to, I have to. I'll give him up. I knew you'd do the right thing, Lisa. I'm sorry, my dear, but... Yes, I'll give him up. There's nothing more to say. I'll go. You'll feel better soon, Lisa. I only wish I could help you in some way. No, kid. There's nothing you can do. Nothing anyone can do. So, with false compassion, an exultant kid saw Lisa to the door. And Lisa left without her child. As she closed the door and turned away, Kit saw her father's wife watching her curiously. I thought I heard the front door close. You did, Jessie. Oh. Well, then, is Mrs. Fenner gone already? Yes. Yes, she just left. What's the matter with you, Kit? Is there anything wrong in my being interested in the girl? After all, I spent quite some time with her waiting for you to come home. I, I couldn't just plant her in the study and leave her alone. No, 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 of course not. Besides, it was much more fun to pump her for all she was worth. You and your insatiable curiosity. I've never understood why you're so secretive. You must have gone out, seen people. And yet this Mrs. Fennett... You just only... can't stand it, can you, Jessie? The idea that you don't know everything I did while I was away. Well, it's a good thing I don't keep a diary. I'd have to put it in Dad's safe at night. That's going a bit too far, Kit. I've never been accused of such a thing. I don't read other people's mail, either. Well, if you don't, it's only because you're afraid you'd get caught at it. You're a blackmailer at heart, Jesse. That's how you forced Dad into marrying you. Now you're looking for a new supply of material. Well, you're not going to get it from me. Well, perhaps not. Still, funny things do happen. For instance, this little Fenner person. My feeling is she had something on her mind. Something connected with you. And next time she comes... No, Jessie. There's not going to be a next time. You'll never get anything from Lisa now. So you might just as well forget it. Because, you see, Lisa Fenner's not coming back. With that, Kit dashed up the stairs to her room and locked the door. Now, she stood at the window, her heart pounding furiously. The scene with Lisa and then Jessie. She kept thinking of Jessie's words thinking how close her father's wife had come to hitting on the truth. And then she remembered Lisa's face as the girl had turned away from the house, leaving her child. It was much darker now. A storm was gathering. Where would Lisa go, Kit wondered. What would she do? At that moment, Kit was standing outside the Brown Palace Hotel, but she couldn't bring herself to enter the lights, the confusion of noises. She turned and walked away blindly. Oh, I should have gone into the hotel, but I couldn't. I couldn't face the people. I'd have to smile, to speak. Where shall I go now? I've lost my baby. Paul's gone. Doesn't matter about Paul. I'm almost glad in a way. His contempt and kiss. Oh, but that's all over. 
She's right. I gave the baby up. I can't go back. I have to pay. Lonely. I I didn't really love Paul. I, I was just lonely. I'm lonely now. If only Lance were here. At least he understood. He cared for me once. He did love me. But he's gone too. Everything's gone. Oh, it's so cold. Getting darker. Darkness outside, inside, emptiness and fear. But nothing can hurt me now. Nothing can touch me. Because I don't exist. I'm nothing. Nobody. Nobody. Without my baby. It's my fault. I gave him the kid. I was afraid. And now I must pay for it. That's what Kit said. She was right. Doesn't matter what happens to me. The baby's safe. There's no choice, she said. You must sacrifice yourself. Yes, I'll go, Kit. I am going. But where? Where can I go? I'm numb. I don't feel anything. Yet I'm alive. Alive. But why? It's so hopeless, so useless. I have nothing to live for. Nothing to live for at all. Lost, and by the winds, forgotten. A young woman whom Kit Mead had driven to the very extremity of despair. There may be much that you must answer for, Kit, before this night is over. 